got the dummies, Ben and JJ, coming at you with wisdom from the Bible and beyond. This is Dummies with Wisdom. So, as you know, uh, Elon bought Twitter. I feel like this is actually pretty appropriate, uh, kind of a little segue. Sure, sure. Uh, the whole internet kind of went up into a flame again. But with that, I think before the pre-Elon Twitter, the post-Elon Twitter. Oh, we're actually, uh, we're only a few weeks in. We're, we're recording on November 23rd, so we're only a, a couple weeks yeah. into the uh, the Elon Twitter. The, the post. post. The, the actual Elon tr- Twitter. Um but I do think that's interesting because you've got kind of the conservative mindset toward the media and Twitter and all that is, you know, the there's the classic lines of, oh, they're canceling us or, you know, we're we're being, you know, muted or whatever. Our voices aren't being heard. Um, yeah. Especially the idea of like a minority amount of people are louder than the majority. And now it's just, you yeah, just have chaos. Yeah, they type in all caps. It's just way too loud. It's, it's too loud, you know. <laughs> um but now we got in this kind of the i guess the the elon stage of twitter now and you just look just look at the platform itself and you've got you know all these you know more liberal sided people who are going to leave twitter and go do all this stuff and because you know they're being oppressed and all all, whatever um so twitter is a very good example for we're going to kind of talk about uh, in our question today, and uh, we're just going to read it off so you guys are on the same page. But how can we know what is true in the media? Disinformation is becoming a problem in nearly every facet of life. How would you teach Christians to engage the internet, Benjamin? So before we before we really get into this question, the way it's we, we hear a lot about disinformation, misinformation, and it usually it's politically charged. By definition, disinformation is is um actively trying to inform someone wrongly Hmm. misinformation is accidental you report on a story hey there was a shooting on uh the 700 block of of 48th street uh the perp is at large and police say that he is a uh 6'5 black male turns out it's a uh four foot nine asian woman that's misinformation now if they if they did that on purpose because they don't want you to catch her that'd be disinformation sure so, um, obviously, j- just to make that clear, um, there's a there's a difference there because misinformation is typically because it's inadvertent. It's when we're talking about media, it's it's not going to be a matter of um, they just didn't know. It's going to be more of a matter of like it, it it's still developing. The early information ended up not being true, uh, so there's misinformation. Right. Generally. It's it, the problem today is more about disinformation. It's it's uh, things you know the, the agenda driven media on on both sides. Yeah. But typically, uh, you tend to think you know, there's there's a difference between bias and disinformation. Mm. Um, the New York Times putting a front page article that says inflation is good, which I, I guess I don't know if it was front page, but they did. Um, or them or the Washington Post, one of them. That's just disinformation. They are actively trying to promote a falsity. Yeah. Um, that is different than somebody saying, well, Fox News is too pro-Trump. They might be. We can make that argument. We can discuss that. Yeah. That's a bias problem. That's not a, mm-hmm. per se, a disinformation problem. Sure. Um, and so, th- you know, how do we know what is true 
let's just start with it. That was, you know, that was the first part of the question. Yeah. Um, typically, we're not going to actually know for certain. Truth yeah. is subjective. No, no, no. Wrong word here first, people. <laughs> uh, truth is objective, and we can't always know what is true. You know, um, with a given story, uh, a lot, a lot of times there's, you know, especially if it's breaking news, a lot of details swirling around, and and we just might ha- actually not know what is true. Yeah. To this day, we do not know the truth about how Bob Saget died. We mm-hmm. still don't know what the truth is with the uh, the Las Vegas shooting that happened like three years ago. Yeah, um, like there's just some, we don't know if we don't know for sure if Hitler died in the bunker. Mm, yeah, well, look up hunting Hitler on the History Channel. Great, Good. great series. Great, great series. Um, so there's a, there's a point where I don't think we can absolutely know for sure what is true per se. Um, but a lot of trying to figure out how, what is true is by reading across all sorts of different biases, different uh, perspectives, different um, countries, maybe. Um, if we if we always read one one thing, and I'm as guilty of this as everybody else, because I don't I don't live to read the news all day long. I want to yeah. hear what's going on and move on. Right. Um, so typically, um, I I have a couple couple uh, outlets that I that I refer to, and that's about it because I don't really feel like feed my brain with all that stuff all the time yep um so i think that's i think that's a big part is is reading you know if, if there's a story and you're thinking you know what whether it's on the right or the left not sure if this is true read another source read the opposite source is are the facts the same if the facts are the same and the commentary is different you know that's probably what's true is yeah. is the facts because nowadays media is all about commentary it's not just mm-hmm. so much what has happened it's what right. do we think about what has happened how do we analyze what has happened um, and that's not necessarily all bad especially um in today's culture you know i think we need to be informed of like the uh the implications of a right. of a bill going through the, right now uh, the senate is looking at the uh what they call the respect for marriage bill and yeah. which is not at all by the time that this comes out that will have all been worked out one way or the other but it's not we it's it's good to say here's what the implications are if this passes not just a matter of here's what the bill is right i think it's i think it's good to have that commentary and good to read the commentary on both sides and but when you look at something like far left when you look at something like c uh msnbc or cnn and you read an article there then look at something like the blaze or breitbart or fox news or daily wire or something like that and if the facts are the same then that's probably the truth because they're not mm-hmm. gonna they're not gonna agree on something that's false typically. Right. Again, unless we're talking about just accidental details that haven't been worked out yet. When we're talking about disinformation, both sides are not gonna lie on something that could ever be politically charged. Mm-hmm. Um, but then then we have to distinguish the commentary. But that's not really a matter of true or false. That's more of a matter of philosophy and uh, sure. No, I th- and I think what's super discouraging to me. Just looking at how, um, I don't know, just how we look at our news and how we, because I'm like, I'm kind of the same place as you are. It's like, I'm not going to sit there in front of the TV and watch the news all day long. Right. Um, but I'm going to try to, you know, I don't know, enlighten myself and educate myself and try to figure out what's going on outside of my little bubble. Um, right. And it's like, do I really have to go there and sit on the flip in front of the Capitol building to know what we're actually doing right now do i have to go over to 
Ukraine to actually know what's going on. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. and I mean, I don't think this is something necessarily new. I think this is all the propaganda machine has always been a big thing. The right. even the lack of information. Like there was yeah. the other the other day, I was watching. Um, I can't remember what it was about. It was uh, it was something pretty big. I think it was the Iranian um protests, and they're talking about like executing like some of the whatever it was about something i ran yeah. with the protesters and i think msnbc had it was like a kind of a breaking news type of situation msnbc yeah. was running it and then fox news was talking about trump being put back on uh twitter uh cnn was talking about covid and then like sky sports was talking about greek inflation and then like i kind of like that day i was like i'm curious like who's going to talk about what and so i kind of like just cycled through the channels and it was so blit that was like i was just like it ended up getting so pissed off because every single one of those channels went down their track for the day and just never came back you know and it was i don't know it was just like so we have kind of what we were talking about at the beginning it's like all right you have the misinformation you have the disinformation now we just straight up have a lack of information where it's like we're only going to put out like what we want to put out and i think that's extremely discouraging when as believers when i think we're called to have a heart for what like for a lot of different things like i think the lord has given us a heart for you know individually i'm talking about the lord has given some of us a heart for um for the iranian protest you know some of us have given a heart for what's going on in the political spectrum some of us have given us a heart and a mind for what's going on um you know in the in the market you know whatever that might be um and when we're not getting pro- the proper input, whether it's you know kind of mixed and flawed, when you're just not getting it in general, that's that's really discouraging. So it's I like what you're saying, like vary vary your sources, keep your ear to the ground. You don't have to sit there and like listen to the news all day, but give yourself enough opportunities where if you hear something, you know you can look into it. You know, and you don't just have to pat. You're not just passively sitting there just taking it. I think that's that's one thing I a lot of Christians on both sides of this where they take in a lot of news or they don't take in any news at all. It's very passive, you know? And it's like, okay, I'm just going to avoid the whole idea to begin with. I don't want to be involved. I don't, I actually don't think that's right. I think, I don't think you grow from that as a person. I don't think, I think that isolates you. That puts you right into the column of kind of your classic American mindset a little bit. And I would, I I mean, I've got really, really, really good friends that just don't pay attention to the news. And that's probably Mm -hmm. my biggest thing. I'm like, at least look, like do something to that you at least know that there's a war going in Ukraine that at least you know that there are certain bills that are being passed in our nation that will affect you you know yeah um and so but then at the same time you got the other end of the spectrum that they may have CNN or Fox News on literally all day long but it's like okay so you heard from a news source about something that's going on and that's how you're formulating your opinion you know so that's that's also frustrating yeah, and I think I think in that like how do you know the second part of the question how do we engage the internet as Christians mm-hmm. and that's not just news that's really anything um, but I mean a lot of it's going to be semi you know news related if in in some sense because that's you know that's essentially what this question is talking about is you know the internet and you know reading something on Twitter and you know up finding a page on Fox News and seeing a CNN article on Apple News and whatever it may be. Uh, I think part of it is do look at the facts. You can disagree with the facts, but if the facts are the facts, 
Sorry, you're wrong. When so, so what made Fox News become big, like at their inception, was that instead of sending reporters all over the world to talk about the stories, their idea was we're going to put people in a studio and have them just talk about what's going on. Right. And that change has turned into what news is today, where it's no longer so the point of the goal of news is no longer just here's what happened. Yep. The goal of all news, right and left, is to tell you what happened and then explain what they think about it. Yeah. More or less. Once the facts are set, do we do we disagree? You know, I I'm a I'm a big fan of Ben Shapiro for a number of reasons. I listen to him and a good bit of the time I'm like, okay, I just disagree with your analysis. Like you're just, yeah. I I just think you're wrong. If if you listen to someone like Shapiro or you listen to someone like um um Don Lemon on CNN and everything they say, you just accept that as true. Yeah. Right. And are you are you analyzing their analysis? And that yeah. that does that doesn't just go for news matters, but like you know, if you uh, um, if you Google, I don't know what's something you would Google about the Bible that could be controversial. Man, do all babies go you. to heaven? Do all sure. babies go to heaven? Yeah, the, okay, we can pull out some verses. There's yeah. gonna be analysis in anything you read, unless you're just straight up reading like scripture verses, right? Um. But even in that, there's probably a little bit of some sort of yeah. analysis and telling you where to go. Right. So it's are you are you like are you are you contemplating that? Are you contemplating your philosophy, the philosophy of the person that you're reading or watching or listening to? Are you um are you uh, are you are you considering political leanings? Are you considering religious uh, presuppositions? Are you considering worldview of both you and the author of whatever it is you're consuming? Because even even in the Christian realm, when we're talking about Googling a question or reading a commentary or shoot, there's even like even reading the Bible, like it's been translated and yep. the, the translators there to get from the Bible as Paul wrote it to where you are today. You've got a bunch of scribes that have copied it over the centuries. In modern times, you've got a bunch of people that tried to decide what was the original language or what not the, the original like wording. Yeah, and then you've got um, translators of that, and all of them are making subjective decisions on what they think is best. Right. There's a reason that the NIV and the ESV are not the same. They have different goals. People made different decisions. So, even in that, there's a little bit of maybe you know if you only read one Bible ever and you base all of your theology, you know, even the controversial stuff on that word that the ESV uses. Well, what if you look at the NIV or the CSB or the NLT or something, and that word just is gone? Yeah. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Like, are you doing your homework or are you just consuming whatever anybody throws out there yeah. and saying that this is true? I think the big thing, too, that I've been finding lately, I think people know this, but I don't think we put give it the respect. Um, and like when you talk about analyzing, there is that like mass like opinionate driven information where like how you're talking about all right analyze the sources that are coming from analyze the people who are actually talking yeah. about this and now with social media you've got you know you can have a post or you can have a video and then you look down below it and there's 2.3 thousand comments and you're looking through the first 15 all of them have something probably kind of similar to say, or they are, you know, kind of on wide ends of the spectrum. And yeah, 
after a while, I think that internalizes, right? And I think that's why we have such an issue with social media now is that mm-hmm. we're looking at those kind of quick comments that, you know, kind of blow something up. You haven't even looked at the other 70% of the comments. You haven't looked at the likes. Yeah. You haven't looked at the shares. You've looked at what those very few people have said, whether it's right or what it's wrong. And that's what drives the narrative of what's happening. And I think that is a huge, huge issue that I think we're posed with a little bit. Cause I think that yeah. is starting. That's what's starting to form most people's worldview on a certain topic. Mm-hmm. Because whether it's forming their view or if they disagree with it, they're not willing to say anything to counteract that, whether they're right or wrong, but they're not willing to put their opinion out there or fight for their opinion because they know that the top comments are all going to be driven against them, right? Yeah. And so I think that mass sort of like the minority is louder than the majority is huge, which then I'd also almost in a kind of a, you expect it way to believers be like okay we know like scriptures told us what to expect if you're going to follow yeah. the lord if you're going to follow the truth mm-hmm. when we're getting to like a news centered type of situation where there are very real agendas that aren't going to align with what we believe both on the conservative and liberal side right. especially when we get into politics and news and all that you're going to have to take with a grain of salt and i think patience might be now the biggest thing because you're not gonna we're not gonna change anyone's mind on social media you're not gonna get up in there and change an entire you're not gonna be able to pick out the truth from that news article you know through the comment section on facebook or twitter or whatever it's gonna be where it's gonna happen again and it takes a whole lot of patience is that maybe we never make maybe our opinion and the truth never makes it to that type of big platform and never gets on there but you've taken the time to invest in people who are going to be on those platforms. And that's literally everyone around you. And that's why I think being patient and staying grounded and being knowledgeable and what's going on today around the world at home and analyze, like what you said, analyzing the actual situation and being, having the tools at your disposal to be able to talk about that with everybody or whoever you come in contact with and at least be, you know, knowledgeable enough to have a conversation about stuff is so important because you're influencing their view on something and you're gonna have a way better impact face-to-face having those conversations and you never know enough of enough believers pour truth into our world you know even at that spectrum you might end up Mm -hmm. creating we might together end up having enough people who could flip social media upside down i don't think that's going to happen just with what scripture says where i think we are in the world but it could happen you know you never know or the right people hear about it and the real truth gets out and then you got people who can use a voice who got places in those type of platforms like elon who Musk. can change lives yeah i think i think you, you mentioned like about you know the essence of truth and you know jesus says that i am the way and the truth and the life john says that he came so that jesus says i came so that you might know truth truth you know if we should be seeking what truth is and not just yeah. grand scale gospel truth. But if Jesus is the truth, then we ought to be seeking truth. Sure. And anything that is true is then good. Yeah. Don't twist that. It's straightforward. Um, hmm. And so I think we need to, we need to work to figure out what is true. And I think a big part of that is, is approaching everything with skepticism. You know, if, yeah. 
if if we've all got our people or you know sources that we like whether that be um one person an author a podcaster whatever maybe it's dummies with wisdom i don't know um (laughs) pretty good if you're coming to us for your news there's there's a problem there (laughs) (laughs) are you approaching everything with a sense of skepticism saying i'm gonna think through everything that they're saying maybe i'll agree maybe i won't I think that's a big part of it is not just accepting anything that's true. I think another good part is finding something that is generally a good source. Um, and I think because like we said, we're generally speaking, we're not going to start going to all different kinds of sources and reading about all again, whether we're talking about news, whether we're talking theology, anything, um, you know, something like the gospel coalition mm-hmm. tends to be a pretty good source. Um, nine marks tends to be a pretty good source yeah is everything that they say right absolutely not do i agree with everything they say absolutely not Mm. but if i'm if i have a question about something a lot of times i'll go to one of those websites and see what they have to say first and then go from there um when we're talking news you know i think a, a good indication is when when they criticize other news outlets is it on their same side you know Mm -hmm. um i'm a daily wire subscriber um there's a lot of times they show stuff from um, Fox News. They, I've seen them just bash on Tucker Carlson. Like mm-hmm. if you're if you're um, if you're criticizing your own side of anything, whether again politics, theology, anything, if you're criticizing your own side. That tends to give you a, a better um, what's the word? Uh, like reputation. Uh, yeah, not reputation, but credibility. Like, yeah, it gives you better credibility if you're anybody can attack the other side. That right. that's not not hard to do with any. Everybody does that because mm-hmm. you disagree. But the people that you tend to agree with, do you actually credit? You know, like even in politics, you know, when it it doesn't mean anything that CNN criticized Trump. You know, that right. meant nothing. Yeah. It means something more if CNN is criticizing Biden or Obama mm-hmm. or if um, Glenn Beck is criticizing Trump or Bush or you know. Right. I think that's a good indication, but I think I think that's one thing that's important is to find something that you tend to find factful and truthful, not just agrees with you. It could be the opposite side. They just they give the facts good, and then you kind of disregard their commentary. Maybe what is a source for news, for theology, for just mm. philosophy, for just an outlook on American life, for history, for whatever it may be? That's mm-hmm. just you. You know that they're generally going to be. Good. And then those moments where you read something and it's like, um, hmm, I don't think George Washington fought in the Civil War. That seems a little wrong. I'm going go- <laughs> to look up a different source. And then you find, oh, complete typo. Someone just typed it in wrong. Whatever. All right. right. Now we're back on track. Because if we don't have that, you know, those few things that, you know, when, when a story breaks that we can look at these two or three websites yeah. and see do they agree you know, we're never going to get anywhere. I think what's big too about kind of having a good repertoire of, you know, I don't know, a variety, I guess, or just different types of media sources and um, different ways to go. So like, I'll like very stateside news a lot, but then like, I'll listen to a lot of, you know, sky news or um, what's the big Arab one. I'm blanking on it. Um, um, Al Jazeera. Al Jazeera. Al Jaz- yeah. Al Jazeera. Um, or something like that, where it's like they're gonna the they're, Guardian, yeah, the Guardian. They're gonna have different, um, not even viewpoints, but just like they're gonna have 
a different outlook on what's important. You know, like yeah. Al, Al Jazeera might not report on American bills being passed, but they're probably going to talk about oil crisis in Russia, yeah. you know, or whatever. Yeah. Um, they might talk about uh, civil wars that are happening in, you know, Ethiopia. You know, I think a lot, whole lot more people are more invested slash know about the stuff going on in Russia and Ukraine, whether it's truthful or not, you know, who knows, but sure. they know more about it and that's actually happening than they've ever known about any of the civil wars that are breaking out in Africa, just as equally as horrible, just as equally as, um, destructive and, you know, awful as the Russia, Ukraine thing. It's just, there tends to be a bias toward you know who news is being reported to you know and so yeah. like i think that's important too and at the at the end of the day it shows you that stuff is going on in the world you know it gets here for 30 seconds for a minute five minutes of your day you are no longer thinking about what's happening just inside your home what's happening inside yeah. from literally from your drive from home to work and back you know it's realizing that oh wow like you know this country just made this decision. Literally never heard of that country. That's actually a pretty cool decision. You know, like there's, you know, or like, wow, that was, geez, what are they doing with their country? You know, like uh, yeah. just even like that, it gets you outside of your own bubble, makes you realize that there's other moving pieces going on in the world. And I think that changes your perspective, you know, whether yeah. that's, you may never mm-hmm. leave the boundaries of the States, you know, but it, it at least gives you a sense of, you know, I don't know, just, makes you a better yeah. person i think and so that's at, the, at a very minimum you know be someone who's willing to learn and dive into issues that you probably wouldn't otherwise you know actually do yeah i think this all comes back to what you said what you said right at the beginning is that so many people just don't have any sort of, they don't seek the truth in anything they kind of they don't care about the news they don't really care about what's happening because everything's going to crap anyway and it might be but we can't just turn a blind eye. Like that's not that's not going to change anything. That's not going to help. The Bible would really not ever really talk about that. It's never mm. the Bible. The message of the gospel is not well. The world's going to hell, so let's just ignore it. No, the yeah. point is to go and change it. We can't really change stuff if we don't know anything. Right. And if we we need to be able to engage with the culture, as you were saying, to having those conversations with people. And I think a, a lot of it is a lot of it's having the answers. Honestly, it's knowing what the right answer is, mm. but it's not, it's not, it's not about proclaiming that necessarily. Mm. It's about, it's about having those answers and being able to have those conversations, ask questions. Why ask why people think a certain way. All, all you gotta do is ask a couple of questions. And a lot of times you're already, you, you don't have, you're not proclaiming the truth at all. Right. In, in a sense, because you know some answers and you know the truth about some stuff. Yep. All of a sudden, like, not only are you able to kind of proclaim the truth in a roundabout way, but you're able to actually have those conversations. And the more you know, the easier it is to kind of sit back and have those conversations. Because if if all if all I can do is repeat Ben Shapiro talking points, <laughs> yeah, I can't I can't sit back and just ask those leading questions because I have to say what I know because all I know is all I know. Like yeah. I'm not very well rounded. I don't really know the truth. I can just repeat stuff. Right. And that's what a lot of people can do. And once you can get them to question what they're repeating and actually looking deep into what's going on, right? Suddenly you're making progress by not even yeah. saying anything. You can just lead the conversation. You can lead people in a way that 
is effective. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. I feel pretty good about that. Yeah. Yeah. I think we, uh, I don't know. It's a tough one because you can't, um, I don't think that's a solvable issue. No. But I think it's like a, it's kind of a take it for what it's worth. Be very holistic in the sources of it, like you're talking about. Um, and yeah, don't, I don't know. Don't be persuaded easily, I guess. I think that's yeah. like what you talk about being a skeptic, mm-hmm. like whether it's the news source, whether it's social media and you're kind of just taking it all in, always be a skeptic, always be a, you know, scholar when it comes to, you know, yeah. what's being told to you. Um, I think that's a big, we're in a very important key phase of that in our world right now. Mm-hmm. But even, even your pastor, I think, you know, 100%, are you, yeah. like definitely Absolutely. approach that with skeptic, no matter how that. good he is. Yeah, hundred percent. But cool. All right. Well, if you guys have any more questions, shoot us an email. You guys know where to go to. Again, the picture thing uh, of dummies in the wild that is still uh, that is still a free invite for all. Maybe you'll end up on the <laughs> Facebook page. Yeah, we haven't actually gotten a picture of any dummies in the wild. So, Dude, come come on. I know it. Just, we need some... just take a picture of someone being an idiot. It's not that hard to find. <laughs> <laughs> just go to Walmart, y'all. Just go to Easy. Walmart. Easy. Or just turn on the news. You'll find it right there, too. There you go. There you go. Cool. All right. Have a good rest of your week. See ya. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Dummies with Wisdom. To give us comments, ask questions, or submit pictures of other dummies you find in the wild, email us at dummieswithwisdom at outlook.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash dummieswithwisdom. 